Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of First and Last. I am Josh, and with me today I have Joe. Objection. And Claire is here. Hey! Hey, Claire. It's been too long. It has. Good thing we got rid of Jimmy for a week. Thanks. Guys, <laughs> no problem. The people demanded it. We did. He's not even busy. We just told him. We just said we're not recording tonight. <laughs> Jimmy, I know that's not true, and they love you so much. <laughs> they wish you were here. I don't know what he's doing though. So yeah, he kind of didn't say. No, he's being all weird about it. Or you just said I can't make it, and we no, no one asked what he was doing. <laughs> he's probably like, why did anybody ask me what I'm doing? Why doesn't nobody care what I do? <laughs> I just assumed he was doing something cool. Maybe. Really? You didn't like sit here? Like I would just be like, oh man, he's probably doing something kind of awesome. It's a secret and we'll reveal it at the end of the show. I hope that you actually <laughs> text Jimmy and find out what he's doing and then we can reveal it, please. I'll Stay do tuned. It. Well, Joe's in charge of that because I'm not going to remember any of that shit. Well, hey, um, this isn't coming out after New Year's, but this is the first episode that we are officially recording within 2019. 2019. So how was everybody's New Year? Oh, man. It was a new year. Yeah, I heard you had some new fear at a zombie fest. Huh? What? What? <laughs> I just... You, you you were in a house full of plagues and flus. Oh, oh that was a New Year's. But yes. Our, oh, that was Christmas, Our holidays it? adventure, I almost said our last name because I keep doing that. Mm-hmm. But the holiday adventure was filled with the plague. Um. It was a lot. But by New Year's, I was feeling better. Was there any, like, comical um, flu-like things that happened? I, I mean, I just like, don't uh, find barfing funny. But there were a lot of, like, all of a sudden, it's just, like, barf is coming out of a mouth. Like, if you think that's funny, then... Yeah. Say, say the minute you said, I don't feel barfing, barfing funny, I went, I got a story for you. I don't think I... <laughs> <laughs> you have, like, a funny, funny barfing barf. story? I think it's funny. And okay. it, at the time, I was like, I don't like this. But really looking back, I'm like, this is like a, this is a comedy. This is like <laughs> a gem moment of barf. Yeah. So we okay. were at, um, we were at a family Christmas, and um, this little boy walks into the room, just literally comes into the room, and he just stands in the middle of the room and just like looks. He, he doesn't move his head. He just looks and just throws up on the floor. <laughs> like doesn't say anything. And was his name Josh? No, it wasn't me. <laughs> okay. This happened. This happened like two days ago. Oh, you just had this happen to you? <laughs> yeah, dude. I want to know if everyone out there was affected by some sort of cold flu virus at Christmas. It feels like everyone I've talked to has had some sort of plague. I mean, I was sick. Twenty eighteen, the year of the plague. The year of the plague. Bleh. But hey, it's twenty nineteen. We're feeling better. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't sick in twenty nineteen. I was only sick at the last days of 2018 i got i got like better just in time to go new year's yeah there you go there you go joe never got the plague no i totally i'm I'm with it guys 2019 the year of (laughs) joe's chronic illness he also like (laughs) refused to touch me for like a whole week so that's fair that was weird that was weak and i didn't get the plague so he was just not giving you his healing touch He's like, I'm not going to use this. What if I get sick? Oh, I was saving. I was saving uh, anti-nausea medication for him because I don't think he could have handled it. He would have died. Yeah, he's a little wuss. We'll I see mean, about that. Well, <laughs> <laughs> don't get sick. Well, speaking of nauseating, what show are we watching today? Oh man, this is one I've been waiting on. You have you? And I've never seen it. No, I'm kind of excited. I've never seen it. I remember it being a big show when I was a kid. Never really knew the hype. We're going to be watching some Allie McBeal. Callista Flockhart. Does she still, mm-hmm. is she still roommates with Harrison Ford? I don't even know. Like, I feel like you got the wrong person in here. I don't know any of that drama. No, I'm pretty sure. I mean, I maybe were they're they, married, but what? I'm pretty sure they like just never got married. I think they were just. Oh, that's great. They were just long-term partners. I feel like that's I cool. see them together. Like, that's a, that's a couple that makes sense. Yeah. It's close to Flockhart and different things. She's uh, she was in. Su- I don't want to. I don't want sound like Jimmy, uh-huh. but she was in Supergirl the first like two seasons, uh, like as Supergirl. No, oh, I didn't say she played Supergirl. <laughs> so she's in Supergirl. So like that's she, her other big show. She was like the lady in. She was like the lady that worked in the news agency. She was like the head of the news mm. thing when where Supergirl was uh, a reporter. I was just wondering if she like had a thing before Ellie McBeal. 
Maybe not before. I don't know because Ellie McBeal was in 1998. I, I got yelled at for Wikipedia. Yeah, the first so season was 97, 98. Okay. I was, um, was going to look it up because uh, Claire's afraid to Wikipedia. Now. No, I did. And then I found things I wasn't supposed to talk about yet. Or Wait, something. Well, I'm just trying to keep like a pure like tabula rasa before I watch this first episode, you know? I, I did read enough of the Wikipedia just to see that like this show like was a hit right away and like won a bunch of like Emmys and Golden Globes. Yeah, but except for the last season in which we're gonna see the finale in when they got canceled. So I've I, I don't have high hopes for the finale. <laughs> well they went five seasons, hundred and twelve episodes. Is that like of you guys' range? Like is that like a hit show, a medium show? I mean I just think if a show gets to a hundred plus episodes, then I think it did well. And at some point like TV shows nowadays kind of like omit maybe like The Walking Dead, but like most TV shows have a plan. Like Lost went so long and they finished, you know. Um, Breaking Bad went so long and it finished. Like shows have like arcs now. Like they're they're making like ten season quality shows. Like Game of Thrones isn't gonna go on as long as Intelligate's canceled. Like it's gonna finish, you know. Okay. Like they shows have plans, and back then in like ninety eight, early two thousands, you're just waiting to shows, get canceled. Shows were just like, well, we're just gonna go until we can't go anymore. We don't have a path because it was it was like a it's like a forty five minute show, right? Yeah. And I mean, like some sort of maybe TV drama. All I know is it's about like a law firm. Yeah. And there was like a spinoff of like another Boston show. Like they're in the same universe, but on different networks. I want to say it's like, oh, I, I like I'm looking at your Wikipedia page. I want you to scroll down a little bit. It's, it's called <laughs> genre for this is surreal dramedy slash legal drama is what it is. Whoa. Mm-hmm. I heard there's a lot of music in it. And I also remember that there was like a dancing baby. But I don't know how that comes into play. Oh, is that where the dancing baby comes yes. from? Yes. And that mm. was like the, one of the original memes or something, right? Like this, it was like viral video on the internet. It also The series also took place in the same continuity as David E. Kelly's legal drama, The Practice. Yes. So that was on a different network and they had some crossovers, which is rare to have like And those shows are happening it. at like the same time, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Which I thought was kind of interesting. Yeah, it, is, it is interesting. A lot of legalese going on. Are there a lot of legal shows now? Like, I feel like, I, I mean, Law & Order is, like, the only, there's only, like, SVU I left. I think there's, like, three really, like, large kind of, like, show tropes that kind of happen a lot. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, hospital shows, lawyer shows, and cop shows. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, those are, like, the big three, in yeah. my opinion. Because it's kind of, like, anything in there, you're always going to be able to, like, stoke up some action or drama or something yeah. that's yeah. going to happen it's pretty easy like people can get sued for a lot people can yeah. like, go to like go to like get arrested for a lot people- and you can close that story arc within one episode or a couple yeah. episodes you, it doesn't yeah. last forever mm-hmm. that's why franklin and bash was such a big hit i don't even know what that is <laughs> <laughs> did you guys watch that uh, no it was like a tnt show with um mark paul gosler oh okay sounds great Franklin and Bash. It only ran for like a season. Oh. I mean, the only thing I know about... Matlock? Matlock? Matlock oh, was a legal that's, show? That's still on like It was reruns. like the OG. The, the OG lawyer show. <laughs> yeah. I mean, literally the only person in the show that I know... It, oh, Portia de Rossi was in the show? Yes. Okay, I did Literally the, the only person. Thing. Wait, Portia de Rossi? Well, I just read. I the just later seasons, The later seasons, more like stars came in, I think, because they got really popular in their second season. Mm-hmm. So more stars kind of picked it up, and they like there was like a dip in ratings, so they brought in like Robert Downey Jr. Jane Krakowski was in the show, the lady from 30 Rock. Mm-hmm. Ah, yes. I still haven't seen and that. And Lucy Liu was in the show. Yeah, so like there's people. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Could be good. I hear there's also music. I'm a little nervous about that. It might be dated. What do you mean? There's what do you mean? Of course, there's music. <laughs> no, but like it was enough that like there was like an album made of the music from the Ally McBeal show, and people bought the album. Like original music. From what it or sounds like a Dawson's like. Creek. I don't. I don't know if it was a Dawson's Creek or if it was original. And that I waited. I waited, Joe. Okay. I waited to see what the episode would bring. I guess we'll see what if there's tunes in this episode. I like maybe there'll be a musical moment. Maybe there'll be a sing along. I don't think we're gonna get to that episode. There might <laughs> starts off. There's episode a one. there's a musical episode in a legal drama that would be a, an episode of TV I've never seen. Yeah. 
Do you think the baby's going to come in episode one? I don't think we're going to see the baby. <laughs> Starring Callista Flockhart and a meme baby. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even know what memes were in 1997. Um, I, I, could, I guess I could see because, yeah, the meme baby was a big thing. I think... We could see it in the last episode, potentially. Like, <laughs> yeah, as, like, like, a, yeah, that's as a quick a thing or a clip. <laughs> it could be a clip show. Um, but yeah, we're not seeing the meme baby in the first episode. What is happening in the first episode of the show, Claire? Oh, there is a new lawyer joining the law firm. Her name is Ellie McBeal. No, she's oh, no. already there. Okay. Ellie McBeal doesn't like her them i'm mean, instead oh. of it's a male or female yeah well don't assume their gender i don't i mean i don't <laughs> want to be that person and uh there's a fight over a case and who's gonna get to be the lawyer on the case what is mm. the case you think um oh there is a really rich man and he's done something terrible and they're trying to prove him innocent mm. probably yeah. like adultery slash his spouse is dead <laughs> oh god okay sure you it'll be that kind of law firm there's anything about um, like Allie being a woman in like a man's world or in a man's profession. Like, I, is this like a? Are you baiting me? Like, do you know this? Um, all I know is that <laughs> feminists were pissed about this show. About this show and the way that Allie is portrayed and the way that she wears short skirts and acts like she doesn't have any legal knowledge. And I haven't seen the show, so I don't mm. know if that's true. Is the movie Legally Blonde based off? Allie McBeal. I hope so. <laughs> but I do know that there was a Time cover, and back in the day, that was a big deal. Mm. Was like, Allie McBeal person of the year? No. <laughs> but they had Callista Flockhart's picture, or Allie McBeal's picture, in with like other like feminists, and they said, is feminism dead? And then apparently in season two, there was an episode in which they joke about how Allie had a dream that she was on the cover of Time being femini- feminism or feminist of the year. Mm-hmm. So it's played into on the show. Feminizer of the year. Femin. I don't know how to say that word. So you're saying that it's probably not like Dr. Quinn where she's like. I, I'm still hoping that this thing, this one line I read on Wikipedia is wrong. Because mm-hmm. I think it's going to be great. And Allie's going to save some days. It's also depending on like potentially where you were reading it or whatever. Like. If it was just like mild outrage culture, or if it was it, Wikipedia, it really is a big. It's to be trusted. You know, like maybe it, maybe it is a big deal, or maybe it was just like the person writing the article was salty about Ally McBeal because like they have. A lot I mean, of there was also a Time article, so there's something about this that like made it to Time magazine, which was a big deal at the time. Mm-hmm. Got to get those uh, 1998 clicks, which is buying magazines that are <laughs> magazine stand. they still I, click to buy magazines then right how else do you buy a magazine oh uh, you call someone and then you like place you call, an order you call the Explain. magazine man <laughs> don't you know the you magazine the man magazine agent no he I, buys was, you your magazine. I was just listening to a y2k pod and it was interesting that they had to explain like magazines like the cover of a magazine it was what you would read each week and it was how the, big it was of a deal the, it was it was the th- it was the first thumbnail a magazine was? A magazine cover. It was the first thumbnail. Hey, there we go. We're making all these connections. I mean, I feel like people made these connections before. But... Why can't we just be the people that made it no, up? We're, yeah, we're pioneering this. Yes. Right. Right. It's 2019. I made You're all right. these are all original thoughts. Um, I'm going I'm going to go on this thing and I assume there's some like jerk jerk dumb lawyer dude who's like totally sexually harassing Allie McBeal during this episode. Oh, I hope mm. not. But I think he is, in a way, he either learns to be a better man in <laughs> it, in in future seasons, or Allie, like, you know, like pretends to be into him and like handcuffs him to the bed, and he gets like pictures of his underwear taken and posted all over the office. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so she she gets her revenge, or he learns the error of his way. There's some like pranking in this office. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, solid prank. Solid <laughs> prank. Solid prank, bro. Seems a little harassy, but I'll go with it. It was the nineties. It is nineties. Yeah, late nineties. So cool. Joe, you got anything? Uh, I don't think so. I think she wears a short skirt and a long jacket. <laughs> oh man. Maybe. Maybe she does. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go see the length of Allie McBeal's clothes as we watch the pilot episode of the Beelster. Then we're back. Woo. 
finished the pilot of Allie Mick what good music am i right okay it was terrible it's right up there with dawson's creek dawson's creek music was better it was way better that was so bad this this show or at least the pilot was like soundtracked by just like the one woman who kind of sings like a like a lady version of a his name of the guy that was like Enrique Iglesias. <laughs> Rob Thomas. <laughs> Keep going. I I just like Josh's guesses. Michael McDonald. I don't that even know who that is. Does not sound like Michael McDonald <laughs> at sounds like all. Lady Michael McDonald. I disagree. So imagine that at just like all of the dramatic moments of this show. It's like, oh, I'm so sad. Barely McBeal's crying. <laughs> no, it's more like, no, 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 no. That was during the happy parts of the show. Okay, then there were the sad parts, and it was the same lady. But I like that they showed her playing piano. You would think that this whole episode, though, was about music, and it's not. <laughs> Hey, Josh, you going to tell us what it's about? Because I don't like reading it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I just thought, oh, shit, Jimmy's, Jimmy's not here, here to be like, Jimmy, where's it at? I Your texted him job. to ask him what he's doing, and he didn't respond. He is not. Yeah, he has really? not so, responded to us. We'll still have to wait to find out at the end of the episode. Well, yeah, well, you got to stay till the end of the whole podcast. Yeah. All right. Uh, episode one of Allie McBeal entitled Pilot is... Allie McBeal is introduced as flashbacks of her ex-boyfriend, Billy Thomas, are displayed in montage. Allie loses her job at her law firm when she files a sexual harassment claim against a colleague. A chance meeting with her ex-classmate, Richard Fish, results in Allie being offered a job at his new law firm. To Allie's shock, Billy works at the firm and he has an attractive wife named Georgia. Well, she's like 90s attractive, right? This was so <laughs> 90s. Yeah, I mean, she was wearing like like mom jeans and like <laughs> like weird sweaters. They, they were pantsuits, but yeah, same thing. No, I'm talking about oh, Georgia. Oh, when she came over when to she the came house. Over. Yeah. That was... The, the thing is you couldn't do in the 90s, like Facebook stalk someone. Like all of the problems in this episode would have been fixed by just a couple Google searches. Like what? Well, mainly just the Callista Flockhart like plus Billy the ex-boyfriend i mean like she googles him to find out where he works and doesn't work there is that what you mean well one she would know where he works she'd right. be able to google it like she, well, she, word she followed him on she would have followed him on linkedin oh yeah they would have already known done and then also like his current wife would have known everything about their relationship because it would have been like posted on the internet because it would have been on facebook and myspace throughout college yeah mm-hmm so pretty much all of that whole side piece to this wouldn't yeah. have happened. Well, but also who cares, right? True. <laughs> okay, well, here's a girl you dated years ago. While we're no, on No, three years. It wasn't fresh. This is a fresh breakup. That's a fresh breakup? Three years? Three years? If it's a... She dated him from like prepubescence like uh-huh. to grad school. Like that is like your life. Okay. And three years post that, yeah, that's a short period of time. Well, okay. Well, let's let's just go into the relationship part first before we get into like the whole butt grabber scenario. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but so so, yeah. She work. She ends up working um, through things happening. She gets fired from her old job, or she quits. Does she get fired? She's fired. Um, she gets fired, and then she runs into her friend Richard, her ex colleague or whatever. Richard. He's got a new law firm. He hires her. She makes more money now. Has a better job. Mm-hmm. But her ex boyfriend Billy works there. And you meet his wife, Georgia, and the biggest hiccup I had was Georgia came over to Allie McBeal's apartment to like be like, you used to date my boyfriend or my husband, and I hate you now. How did Georgia find her? Like, apparently Georgia had Facebook or something. She had a phone book. It's a phone book. (laughs) The white pages. Yeah. Not the yellow. The yellow are for businesses. But, um, (laughs) But she comes over and was like... You dated my husband. Okay, number one, according to what she said to Allie, she came over because she was so threatened that her husband, in her mind, had only gone on a couple dates with the lady that he Mm -hmm. now works with. Mm -hmm. Bitches are crazy. Well, that's what I learned from this show. (laughs) I'm lying. (laughs) I'm lying. That is an abnormal thing to do. It's a very 90s, like, also, like, why would you go to someone's house? They were just out, too. Like, so it had been, like, late. Ish. Yeah, they they had gone out or yeah. they were like dancing at clubs. Yeah, and they were home the from that. Was she was just in the neighborhood. Oh hey, <laughs> and also it's two thirty in the morning. <laughs> my, my biggest problem. Can is I come in and talk? Allie McBeal opens the door without using her peephole. 
Like, just full on, like, oh, it's late at night. Someone's knocking on my door. I'm just going to open it. Maybe she thought, she thought the dancing twins were coming over. Oh, those dancing twins. <laughs> um, they were just two dudes dressed in the same girls, like, green suit that were dancing the that's same. A, that's a good gimmick. I like that. Dancing twins? If I was a single dude, if we were two single dudes, we should, like, dressed up the same and go hey, dancing. You know, never say never, Joe. Might happen. Um, <laughs> if, oh, God. But, um, but then, yeah, but then, yeah, she comes. It does happen. But I was just like, I was like, my, I was almost like mad because I was like, do you not like trust your husband at all? Like, where's the trust in this marriage? Yeah. Um, well, especially because she just thinks that they dated a little bit. Like yeah. nothing, not anything as nearly serious as what well, they did. Well, but also like... It, so, I mean, I guess he's already lying. But he, <laughs> but it's also like, why is this guy not just like, oh yeah, let me tell you the story about Allie. Like we dated for a really long time. She's working with me. It's going to be kind of weird. Like let's mm-hmm. have an open, honest relationship. He's like obviously secretive in his current relationship. And then he had that like moment with Allie in the bathroom where Richard's like listening in and he's going off about how, oh yeah, you were the love of my life. I remember, you know, being on the phone late at night just to hear you breathe. Like, it was just, like, a little too much. It just was such a overkill on his, like, a, like how much he admired their relationship because it, it didn't make sense. Like, his level of commitment to Allie just didn't make sense the whole episode. Like, why did he dump her to go to Michigan? No offense to Michigan, like... I know a lot of people that love that Well, school. I turned to you during the thing. I was like, they were going to Harvard and he went to Michigan from Harvard? I tried to like stand up for Michigan. I really did. But uh, he was going to be on the law review. But Harvard. I, I don't know. We're not lawyers. <laughs> yeah. But, but I mean, like to that point, they both end up at the same law firm. So Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Joe's like, they have the same job, though. So yeah. I guess <laughs> whatever happened, happened. Whatever. OK, so that's a big thing going on. Obviously, that's a big point of contention in Alan McBeal's life now. Is that she works with her husband, or her ex boyfriend, mm-hmm. and her ex boyfriend's new wife, or current wife, is or whatever, her. like hates her and is being creepy about it. Because mm-hmm. then she came back later in the episode to talk to her in her office. Yeah, so she'd just be like, for her there. Yeah, why? Why did you tell my husband that I came over? I'd be like, <laughs> bitch, why did you come over? <laughs> what do you mean? Because why? that's a crazy thing. Because I feel like thing, people should know. Because the thing that you did was fucked up, and I told your <laughs> husband, who's the person I've known for a very long time, that the person you married. <laughs> did a kind of a fucked up thing also right now when you're here in my office i'm gonna tell him about that too yeah he's gonna know you're here does your husband know you're even in his place of work yeah what that's so strange also like why wouldn't you go like see your husband if you're at his job well she did afterwards eventually because he walked into ally mcfield's office yeah i mean that's kind of what i learned from this show is it taught me two things women crazy men smart sometimes a little grabby um more i totally did not agree with your premise on that what you got that men are smart well i guess yeah yeah. they go out of their way to praise how smart the men is even the one who who harassed um ali they don't talk about how he's disgusting they talk about how smart he was to come up with that defense but then they caught him in his own game sure he wasn't quite smart enough, but again, it was the men who set that up, right? And that was their smart plan. Yeah, they, they tricked Allie into not even thinking it was happening. Yeah. I mean, I don't quite see it the same way Joe's saying it, but... <laughs> well, because like, cause, I, I mean, maybe cause Allie is shown as a little bit crazy because she's like obsessed with her old boyfriend. The the wife, Georgia, is clearly crazy. We're shown that... um, What's Jane Krukowski's character's name? Uh, Elaine. Elaine. Oh. She's like a paralegal that works for yeah for them right and like she's like over obsessive about like trying to prove her worth and that makes her crazy they like, like it's they so- do a thing with like her head being animated <laughs> to like keep enlarging i, I mean, thought that was funny. okay i mean i would i would say if you going with what you're saying like if you look at like the three men and the three women kind yeah. of in the show like the men definitely like look better yeah in this show for sure i mean the men are maybe a little cold her roommate renee seems sane well renee got into the drama too and was like saying stuff at georgia when she wasn't even involved because she likes drama and is a little crazy <laughs> that, that's what i was showing in I this feel show like if anyone hasn't that article from the time magazine from <laughs> 1998 and they want to give it to joe you guys can probably email it to him or no i get i think i get what i mean this is what like it showed i would say like you know as far as like mr butt grabber which we'll get into him for in a second mm-hmm. but like i mean it 
it did like show overall with an it, with implications not like they didn't say it really but they were like you know obviously obviously what he's doing is wrong and obviously mm-hmm. he's an idiot well i wonder if it's because it's like her... but he was the only one that was like negatively sure portrayed mm-hmm. i wonder if it's because it's like her <coughs> subconscious that you see in the show like you watch her and how she thinks about herself and her life i'm trying mm-hmm. to be a little bit positive about this sure. guys i'm putting a little stretch on it like you watch her like look in the mirror and wishing her boobs are bigger or you watch her like you know, like watching people's heads get bigger. Yeah, she or whatever. has she has a little of like imposter syndrome where yes. she feels like she's not good enough and thinks that everyone else is super better competent. than her. Like she literally has that one scene in the conference room where she feels like she's in little in this big chair. Yeah. Uh-huh. So if we're and that was it, when she was coming up with a good idea. Yeah, yes. and she did like a good thing, and afterwards they like popped a thing. I mean, it's kind of one of those things where I mean, she's at a new job. She's trying to like do good. She says something. She's like, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of like what I would probably think in a new job, but just because they've been well, doing a- it with her. But her yeah. boyfriend broke up with her to go to Harvard because he wasn't on the law review, but she was on the Harvard law review. Like she's obviously good at what she does. She's obviously smart. But because it's pers- in the perspective of her subconscious, she's not able to see that. Okay. I, I like that. I could see that. Like my, Let's my, dig into my, that. my read is that, you know, that they're just not treating women well in this show. But another read could be that this is from the perspective of a character and this is just how it feels sometimes. But it was, uh, who, it was a dude that created the show. Yeah. Oh, David man. E. Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, this, I, I, my thought, whole theory is out so, the window. Well, sorry, well, I try. I thought maybe, <laughs> maybe it was a, like a Dr. Quinn thing where it was a lady that created the show. And then, because if it was a lady that created it's weird, but it like does seem like it might be a little different. If it was a lady that created the show and was like a main main writers were women, then it would just kind of be like, yeah, this is just kind of like how like we feel or think yeah, a little well, bit yeah, more. Yeah, it's a little so. bit a more perspective. But if it's like a, a man, dude, that a man would write a show. This is in how which, a woman feels. Well, and and also in which this episode about twelve women got groped in the first episode, and they like zoom in on their butts and their boobs, like. If a woman had written that, it'd be a very different thing than I feel like a man well, writing We that. saw Calista Flockhart in her bra like five minutes into the show. With her as a child or her as an adult? Because we saw both and I was <laughs> grossed out by they the child. They were in swimming suits. <laughs> it, they like zoomed in on this. Tw- it was not okay. It was an entire upper body shot. It was like from waist up. It wasn't like on a 12-year-old's boobs. I, she it could was... have been in a one piece. It was too much. <laughs> she could have been, but she was a young girl and she was trying to get some sun. <laughs> I don't know. I was like, I. You were like, oh my god, and I'm like, it's just a little girl swimming. What's the big deal? <laughs> but she was like trying to be sexy with a boy. It just was too gross. I, just, I don't know. You were looking into that. I wasn't like sexualizing any part yeah. of. I was just. Thinking, she was like making out with that boy. Yeah, but I just, just like I see kids and I just don't care. <laughs> yeah, like, you well, know, like Claire has a different relationship with like the children. Sexy or... kids. That is super gross. I said that in a weird way, but what I mean yes. is you like work in an environment with like weird hormonal kids. Like, yeah. And yeah. I, I don't ugh. see, I don't like see kids as people. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like they're just, these are just things like, this is just past. This is just past monsters. Right. Like, and you're, and you're like, Oh, kids are people. And they're, they're whatever. And she's like trying to be sexy. And I'm like, I don't even, I'm just like just a little girl trying to go swimming with like a boy she likes. And I don't think anything past that. I really don't. I'm I proud of you for like having a block towards all children, I guess. Well, I mean, at least you know that I'm not like looking at a little kid and going like, yeah. That's a different podcast. Like we don't need to go into that. Well, we never ever have to talk about that. Cause that shouldn't be a thing that anyone thinks. That just got so weird. <laughs> But anyway, Grabby McGrabberson. Okay, so then you got the butt grabber. So, like, she originally <laughs> got... So the show essentially started uh, after, like, the weird, like, yeah, her she, like, college montage where her boyfriend left or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but then she's working at her job, and then there's this, like... Was he a partner of the law firm or something like that? I thought she said he was, like, a... He must have... He was just... Or just a lawyer. I don't know. Whatever. It seems like he's just a lawyer, but um, a really but good lawyer. He was a good lawyer in the law firm. And he like was just like standing behind her while she was on like a step stool where like his head was like at butt level. Mm-hmm. And then he just like grabbed her butt. And then obviously, obviously she was like, fuck you, dude. What the hell? Mm-hmm. And then filed a sexual harassment suit. And then he like made up this thing about how he's got obsessive compulsive disorder mm-hmm. towards oh, like grabbing women's butts, mm-hmm. which is obviously ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But they were like, oh, we got a lawsuit. So then she was going to sue him. The law firm was going to sue him or something with her, yeah. but then they were like, it's going to cost too much money and it's just not going to work out. Mm-hmm. So essentially they just fired her instead. 
Mm-hmm. So for her trying to like defend herself, she got fired from her job. Right. Which probably is unfortunately a tale too old to tell. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when she was like walking out of the law firm, she ran into the Richard guy and they took on the suit mm-hmm. to help her out. And then, but ch- then the best litigator at their law firm is her ex-boyfriend. Is her ex-boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And that's where that whole thing comes in. <clears throat> but then they trick the butt grabber guy into like saying that he made the whole thing up mm-hmm. because they invited him into the law firm and they had a secret like tape recorder playing or uh, recording yeah, while he confessed to like be like, Oh yeah, it's all made up. Blah, blah, blah. Well, Cause they were like, cause he was talking to Richard, the law firm mm-hmm. owner. Mm-hmm. And he was like, Oh, and, and then Callista walked in or Allie McBeal walked in. She was like, what are you doing? And he's like, Oh, we're going to hire him. Cause he's like really good. And he's mm-hmm. like, Oh, you'll be fine. I get it that you're mad about the butt grabbing, but like, you'll, you'll get over it. Right. And mm-hmm. she, obviously she's like, no, I'm not. <laughs> and he's like, ah, I'm sure you just made it up. And then the butt grabber guy was like, yeah, I totally made it all up. And then they pulled out the tape recorder. Yeah. Which I looked it up in uh, Massachusetts is an all party consent so state for that, recording. So, so that's not legal. That would have been le- yeah. illegal. Yeah. yeah. That would have been you illegal. You literally looked that up. Yeah. Well, depending on what state you are, it's, you, you can't like record people on the, I know you can't do that in like in California. You can't like record your phone calls without everybody knowing. Mm-hmm. What about Minnesota? Um, I could have a camera and you I wouldn't have to tell either one of you because it's my home. <laughs> have you actually looked that up? I didn't yeah, look it up from Minnesota. Yeah, I've looked it up in Minnesota before. So there's just one party consent? So they're like, yeah, it's one party creepy consent. Creepy cameras all over your apartment? No, I don't have to tell you. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> no, like a no. live stream of me right now, yeah, like yeah. looking uncomfortable. Facebook live. <laughs> um, no, I looked it up because one of our friends one time had a, like a, she lived with roommates and they were like had cameras. Like in their living room or something like that. Oh. And it was a big thing. So we like looked it up one time. Hmm. It was very interesting. Um, like, so I, yeah, I was like, oh, I wonder. I think it's as long as it's essentially if you're recording in your own home, you, you have to record in an area where you essentially people assume that it's public. Like it, you can, I can't have like a camera in my bathroom. Because mm-hmm. okay. when you go like go to the bathroom at my home, you assume you're in private. Mm-hmm. And that's a it's a. A general like accepted assumption that you would have mm-hmm. but if you're sitting in this office or my living room you're in like public purse like public area of my home mm-hmm. and therefore i can have a camera so it's like telling you. in a place that you'd be less likely to pick a wedgie you can't videotape but in a public space right can. right whip out a boob or a dong you know so gross <laughs> so <laughs> gross <laughs> Well, Hallie McBeal, well, let's talk about all the Learned a little about the law today. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, we're watching a legal show. Um, so, yeah. So, then they catch they catch him and presumably... The, oh, and then she said, like, oh, he has to settle. Yeah. So, now leaving this episode, the big question is, like, how is Allie going to deal with her ex-boyfriend being at the law firm? How are they going to go on? Yeah. yeah. And I was surprised... Possibly? I was surprised he lasts the whole episode. Oh, he's going to be around for a while. He'll be I, around for a season, I bet. Nah, he's gone. He's going to be gone quickly. I mean, we did notice that he was on a couple more of the episodes. Guy, that guy was in Shawshank Redemption. He is going to be around for at least a season. <laughs> he was in Shawshank he Redemption star. four years before this show started. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But um, as a pilot, thoughts? Um, I mean, you're interest, you're, you get a little bit of... I feel like all the main players, I feel like, you know, you get Allie, Billy Thomas, and the, who's the partner at the law firm? Richard Fish. Richard and Elaine. I feel like those are going to be like the main four, right? Mm-hmm. I think George is going to be a pretty big role. Okay. I was disappointed by the like low level of law in this episode. And I think it's because they're doing so much of the personal life stuff. Yeah. I wondered about that too. If but they, I'm like. If they do more law later. Yeah. And like there was a couple law scenes or like courtroom yeah scenes. like is there gonna be like a case of the week type of thing or yeah i don't know i kind of hope that they get more into that and like because it was always just like oh you had to get this ready and da, 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 da. and it was just like a lot of like busy talk and busy work but it wasn't actually like hunkering down doing legal stuff we didn't watch ally mcbeal sift through court documents for three hours i don't want to see that but i want to <laughs> see some like i don't know yeah legal stuff I did see on the Wikipedia that there is like a couple seasons in there's something they tried called Alley, which like they just cut down the episodes to like 25 minutes and like aired it as just like a comedy sitcom. 
Like they just cut all the courtroom stuff out. Oh, weird. Wait, they cut all the courtroom <laughs> out and they just like let it be like the yeah. side. Yeah, and it was like a separate thing that they just called Alley. Oh, so was it was like a shorter version of Alley. It was a McBeal. different show, right? Was it like the episode of Alley McBeal that week and the episode of Alley that week? Were they like yeah. the same plot? But yeah, I think it was like the same plot. But Alley didn't have the legal stuff in it, right? With maybe some extra scenes cut in to like fill in more of like the personal stuff. Weird. Yeah, but they, I think it said it ran for like 10 episodes and then they stopped doing it. Fun fun thing to try though, I guess. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, because I've never heard it's of like, a here's show. It's the same like, show, but a different version. I mean, now we have like maybe like web shorts and stuff of some shows, you know, mm-hmm. like just like little side stories that if you're watching the main show, you don't need to see it. Yeah. But uh-huh. I've never really heard of a show doing that. Could you imagine if they did something like that in reverse? Like they took home improvement, but they like, <laughs> they put like way more serious stuff from like <laughs> just an hour long version of home improvement, hour long version of home improvement <laughs> where it's like just Tim, like building something, you know, and like going through it. I'm trying to think of other shows that could actually do that. I mean, I guess you could take like any like long form drama and like yeah, cut out cut one character mm-hmm. or like do one storyline in yeah. like an episode. Yeah. Cut it, cut out the the side dishes and only keep the main course in. Yeah, yeah, you could do that. I'm, I might watch that. Like, if you're like, give me like a collector's edition of Grey's Anatomy and it was only like one character storyline, I I I dabble. Did you know Grey's Anatomy was a book? I a did book? read that recently. Or did you know that? The na- the TV show Grey's Anatomy is because there's a doctor named Grey in it. <laughs> yes, Doctor Grey. Joe found that out like two weeks ago or something like that. <laughs> oh, Joe. He's like, wait, Doctor Grey. He, he doesn't watch Meredith anything I Grey. try to get him to re- watch. It's sad. Um, what did you guys think about um Richard Fish? I, he's my favorite character in the show. Dick Fish. Who's Dick Fish? <laughs> The, That's the, the, boss the, the boss of the law firm. Oh, he was, he was okay. I don't know. He, I couldn't get a read on him. He is, they, they portrayed him as a guy who only cares about money. And, but then he like was trying to help like Ellie out. So I don't know. I, I just think he's going to, I think he's kind of the comedy relief in a way. Like uh-huh. he's, he like had his feet up in the stall, you know, and they're like, <laughs> you, we looked on the stalls and he was like, Oh, there's something wrong with like my, I have a disc and I have to keep my feet up. <laughs> so it's like, you think he's like, the guy's like pooping with his feet up on the bars or something <laughs> like that. And like he, every time he like walks in, like, he's just kind of like, Oh, what's going on? Like, I don't know. He's just a silly guy. So I like him. Okay. He's also on Grey's Anatomy. Just so you know. Oh, that's <laughs> got it. That's why you care. A little connection. Neat. Neat. Yeah, I don't know. Do you guys have, pre- or like, is there more? Do you guys have predictions? No, I'm ready to dive into predicts. I feel like my predictions are weak. <laughs> All right, let's start with yours <laughs> then. Go first. Oh, I don't even like them. <clears throat> okay, my first one is that Renee and Allie are going to go dancing because Allie's single. Okay. I think Allie's going to stay single and her and her roommate are still going to be, like, chilling and going out dancing. I'm really hoping, I didn't put this in there, that the piano lady, her name is Vonda Shepard, I hope that she's like playing at the piano bar, but I can't. I can't put that in the predict. But that's too. So too your close. predict is just that they go dancing, or just <clears> that, or they go dancing and she's single. Yeah, they go dancing because Allie's still single. Okay. Single and ready to mingle. I think that Elaine is a lawyer now. Okay. So Elaine's like gone to the school. She's hit the books. She's not a paralegal. She's a lawyer. I think Elaine changed her name to Jenna Maroney by now. <laughs> and uh... um, and I don't know if you got this, but. Richard made a comment about a fishism, and he said some quote, and he's like, "That's a fishism." Yeah, because he's the comedy guy. See, so that's what I'm saying. I am thinking that he's gonna have a fishism in the final episode, and he's gonna be like, "That's my fishism." All right. I only have three. Okay. Um, I have that Allie becomes president. Oh, <laughs> wow! Yeah. Um, the, there's no courtroom stuff in the, the last episode. Um, there's a, okay. Do you count? Will you count? Um, I mean, they have to be in the courtroom. They don't, not like the meeting room where they're like litigating before, pre-court. Right. Like conference the room? actual courtroom. Yeah. Like, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, someone calls her Allison by her full name, Allison. Oh. Um, and then this last one, it's. I said that there's a large, like, Godzilla-type monster. Um, like, not exactly a giant lizard. It could be, like, a Mothra, but, like, a large, like, building-destroying-type monster. 
And I don't think it's necessarily because this show goes sci-fi, but just because there's a lot of like weird like oh, animation stuff. It could all it could be like in her like dream, her right? Yeah, in her like subconscious, mm-hmm. like she like sees a, a vision of her fighting a monster or something. That's like also that. that's also one thing this pilot did before I go into my predictions is like she she did her thoughts of like um, uh, Elaine's head be getting bigger and her mm-hmm. boobs getting bigger and her being like small in a chair. There's a lot more near the beginning of the episode and a lot less towards the end. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if they stop doing that or if stuff they or... like even them out a little bit because I yeah. thought it was like a little front heavy yeah. in her like thing. She got shot by all those arrows. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's a couple that were like really fast and then they kind of died out. Mm-hmm. And then she like was small on the chair near the end. But that had yeah. been a, like 10 minutes in between. Turns out it just was a really big chair in that conference room. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> For a second, I thought I was like, dang, they got big chairs. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, I get what they're done. <laughs> um, okay. I got four. I'm on. Um, I think Georgia and Allie are good friends now. Good friends. No. Oh, I hope not. Um, <laughs> I think in this episode there a big case finishes and it's the case of the lesbian embezzler okay okay Okay. i like that you put a label on it um i think Allie runs her own law firm law firm and or she's a partner so by that i mean she at least has her name on the sign so it's gonna be like fish and mcbeal yeah something like that Mm -hmm. is there another partner in it I don't. I think the, first I one? think this one's just the fish. I thought. Yeah. I thought. I think it was like Cage and Fish or okay. something like that. Okay. So maybe yeah, maybe Cage dies and McBeal takes over or something. Okay. But I think her name's. Is on, that how that works? Sometimes. How you get your name on the thing? Yeah. How do you get your name on the thing? Yeah, you got to be a partner. You just become a partner. And then your name just goes on the thing. Yeah. Well, if you're gonna be a partner, your name better be on the I thing. I need to know some more lawyers. Hamlin and McGill. Yeah, just watch them. Better Call Saul. And then my fourth one is Allie has a baby. Whoa, because a dancing baby. No, I well, I think it's a real baby in the <laughs> in the world of Alan McBeal. I think it's an actual baby she takes care of, not a one she dreams oh, of. Oh, I kind of hope that. And then she goes out dancing because she's single with her baby. Yeah, she can be single. I don't give a shit about that. I just think she has a baby. I like it. I like it. Yeah, I can see that happening. For and sure. I wrote it down. It's not. I'm not going to keep it because I think we all kind of agree. But I'm 99 percent. Billy's dead or gone. Yeah, I I didn't. Yeah. So I didn't. I didn't include that either. I wrote it down, but I'm like, nah. That's, okay. That's that's low hanging fruit. Um, <laughs> all right. In honor of someone we love. Um. <laughs> so why don't we get on with it and watch the finale? Let's do it. Okay. We'll see you after that. Then we're done with Allie McBeal. Yep. We did it. Finale. You loved this last episode. Mm, I wouldn't use those words. I was disappointed. 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 Well, here's what happened in the finale of Allie McBeal entitled Bygones. Allie discovers Maddie is suffering from a nervous reaction to all of the changes in her life after she passes out. Allie decides the only way she can help her daughter is to move back to New York City while spending her last hours in the town. Allie gets a visit from Renee, Georgia, and Billy as a ghost. Ghost Bill. Ghost Bill. It was a weak episode. Also, I just have a problem with like all of the plot lines they're throwing at you in season five. Why did you read into season five plot lines or something? Well, I just looked up like the how she got a daughter because all of a sudden her daughter, who is who's that actress? Hayden Penitary. Yeah. Yeah. So she's apparently like this 10 year old girl that's like shows up and I'm like, I'm like your kid. And Joe took way too long to realize that a woman couldn't just like not know they didn't they didn't birth (laughs) a child. Well, I mean, it's funny because he was like. I just realized there's no way she would know she wouldn't know she had a kid, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, obviously. And then five minutes later, like, oh, she donated an egg. <laughs> yeah, so I like looked into it. She had donated an egg for research, and then they the instead of using it for research, they accidentally like fertilized the egg and then inseminated someone with it, or something. Accidentally, cr- yeah. Apparently, it's a huge deal. I but, did read a thing that it said there was a mix-up at the egg clinic or something yeah, like that. Yeah, and it was like everybody was so shocked. But then like all of the subplots to get it to be that Allie's in charge of this child, again, it, it just seems very strange. Yeah, there's got to be some 
dumb, dumb like reasoning for the fact that this kid gets back to her. Mm. Just in general. Because there's no way she didn't sign like probably a gajillion things being like, you know, you're never going to know what happens with this egg and blah, blah, blah. And like. Well, and then also then she's like, the kid's like, I'm sick. I have a cold. And then suddenly they're like up and moving. Well, and the reason why they're moving is like, oh, your kid's like stressed out. So to like save her life, you got to move to New York. And it's like, just fucking deal deal with your kid. Like, <laughs> deal with it. Maybe help support her. Skype with some friends. Yeah. Like just you, you're in Boston. You're not that far away from New York. Like you're far away, but like. She's also 10. Like. Flyer, flyer home. This is 2000. Kids can fly by themselves back or then. Or if she's oh, that stressed yeah. out, like going home probably doesn't solve everything, right? Yeah. No, just going to a city where you might know people isn't going to be like the save all for It was a child. really dumb way to end the series. It was a stupid reason to make her move. Yeah. In my opinion. Um, And then there was the weird wedding with Mr. Fish and, like, Christina, Christina Ricci. Ricci. Christina Ricci. <laughs> but, like, the dad, like, what was his deal? Like, he would just fall asleep? He passed out every time he, like, felt emotion or something like that. So they, like, jerry-rigged this guy up to, like, a hoisting thing. Yeah, because he uh, was the officiant of the wedding as well. And so he just, like, kept passing out and then needed to be it, that was terrible because <laughs> they did it like 10 times that scene where he would fall over i would pull him back up they yeah, did it too many times they did it a lot at the end and i'll be honest at some part i was like stop like <laughs> well no no at some point i was like it's been a while since he passed out i thought this guy had a condition and then he kept doing it at the end i was like oh there it is he didn't have the emotions until then wasn't as emotional. And then, like, everybody sang at the wedding. And I felt like there was a lot of closure. So maybe if you're a fan, you really needed this closure. I wonder if, like, and, J- the ghost. and a ghost. <laughs> and a ghost. I wonder if Jane Krakowski, like, sang a lot in this show. Yeah, maybe. Potentially. Fucking Vonda sang all over the place. <laughs> all over. So much Vonda. What's her name? Vonda Rhymes? Is that it? Vonda Shepard. Vonda Shepard. Rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> Vonda rhymes. <laughs> yeah, no, it was weak. It was a weak finale. What's her name? Brenda Treblecleft. It's <laughs> <laughs> like make up a name for her. <laughs> I mean, her name sounds fake anyway. Vonda. Yeah, I've never heard that one before. That's a new one. To, that's a new name. Fun, I guess. It's yeah. like someone was like, "What do you want your baby to name?" And she's like. Wanda. It was like Vonda? Vonda? Wanda. Sure. Vonda? <laughs> it's like, write uh, down Vonda. All right, it's on the birth certificate. I guess your name is Vonda now. We'll go with it. Um, Yeah, and then obviously, like, yeah, Billy died at some point. Season three, they found out in the middle of the season he had a brain tumor. Okay. Next day, next episode, drops dead in court. Apparently, oh, he died in court. In court. And everybody thought he was going to be like a low kill, you know, like a slow kill. Like, oh, he'll like live with this and die at the end of the series or the end of the season. And mm-hmm. he like full on just got killed off because nice. he wanted to quit the show. So, but he's been dead for two or three seasons and he's still just like her one and only someone. You yeah. were right. Again. Yeah. Well, once again, they were broken Ridden up for men. three years and she was the only person he was like, dot- she was doting on the- that whole time too. I guess. And they dated since they were kids or something. Yeah. And it, and David Kelly did write this last episode, by the way. <laughs> Woof. Decals. Needs to go back and watch some of the originals. I think when people write things, they should probably write what they're like knowledgeable out and knowledgeable of and what they know. I do believe that like, you know, you're writing a story, it's your story. Mm-hmm. You know, you can write it how it is. People sure. people get mad sometimes when like you know, people write stories and it's like, oh, there's like, you know, this is an all black cast or this is an all white cast or this is like, it's too many men kind mm-hmm, of thing. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, well, the writer just like, you know, as like a, like Tyler Perry knows like his stuff. So he writes Medea movies. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like that's like, that's the stuff he knows. He writes what he's comfortable with. Mm-hmm. And I don't think you're mad about what people write, but I don't think David yeah. Kelly. So yeah, I mean, you're this... saying David Kelly maybe shouldn't write for women. Yeah. I'm <laughs> saying all this, but it, like David Kelly can write his story how he wants it. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it's like, there's a reason why this show I think got canceled. Cause 
he wasn't really writing what he knows. Mm-hmm. And so maybe he had success for a couple seasons, but then a lot of things I wrote was like Allie McBeal started off with a bang and it really went downhill hmm. and then it got canceled. So I'm wondering how the last like season four and five were, you know, yeah. people were like, oh, this is kind of getting shitty. Well, and they brought in uh, Robert Downey Jr. to like bulk it up season four, I think. I mean, and this is like early 2000s, late 90s. So he's probably like coked up Robert Downey, right? When did he I, go to rehab? <laughs> I have no idea, but that's an interesting tidbit. <laughs> there was, what did you guys think about the dancing babies? So there was a dancing baby, <laughs> so but weird. it was in like a Yankees uniform. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There was a like Rudy Giuliani in like a Speedo. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then there was uh, Bill and Hillary Clinton, except mm-hmm. Hillary had a leash around Bill's neck. Mm-hmm. And and literally... And they were all baby-sized. And they are all baby-sized. And uh, Allie McBeal was like, these are... You know, I talk to my fantasies sometimes. Mm-hmm. And, okay. And those were... And I was like, what kind of fucking <laughs> fantasies? Do you know, I just Googled this. Uh-huh. And apparently, the dancing baby is a recurring hallucination suggesting the metaphor for the ticking of Allie's biological clock. Well, mm. luckily, she already had a kid 10 years ago. <laughs> I know. But it's also like, that's super weird with like the whole found out you have a kid that's 10 thing. Mm. And then also like with it being Bill and Hillary Clinton, Dan, like that doesn't even go. That doesn't even make sense. <laughs> Well, this is what David E. Kelly thinks is what happens and what rules a woman's life, apparently, you know? I felt like there weren't enough of these, like, the fun, kooky moments. They did the clip show at the beginning of, like, all the kooky things that have happened in the show ever. (laughs) That was was five minutes of just spitfire, like... Don't make those clips longer than two seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, boom, but they were, boom, out, boom. but it made me be like, oh man, this show is like got some kooky fun stuff going yeah, it on. Yeah. fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, then our whole episode was very serious and like sad. Yeah. And I guess the only kooky thing was like ratcheting that guy who had like that passing out disorder. <laughs> yeah. Like that was the silly thing. It was like, it, and it, there's a ghost. I'm wondering if the, well, the ghost wasn't supposed to be funny. <laughs> <laughs> the ghost was her dead, her dead, like long lost love. Um, I'm wondering, I'm wondering if that, like ratcheting the guy up who kept passing out with that, that, that lever thing, police system. I'm wondering if it just didn't hit family guy length. Like if they would have done it for like two more minutes, <laughs> would it have, like, would it have, you know, it's like, gotten funny. it was funny and then it wasn't fun anymore. And maybe they just needed to do it a little bit longer <laughs> and it would have been funny. Cause I'll be, I think I was, I think I was warming back up to it. At the end. <laughs> no, to I the think show. they needed to do it less. Cause I, the first couple of times was like, that's funny. And then it was like, that's too regularly. Yeah. Too much. So they needed to do it more. A but little yeah, bit more. So there weren't a lot of those like fun kooky things that I guess the show was about. Mm-hmm. And that, that first like five minute montage like looked like it would been, it would have been pretty interesting. Yeah. Looked fun. But uh, after watching this show, I don't think I want to spend any time on it. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing about it appealed to me. You're not going to go back and watch like a... Get it? Appeal? Oh... Court shows. <laughs> Objection oh, overruled. Overruled. <laughs> Guilty, your honor. I don't know any good court puns. Sorry, guys. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's. The show seemed like it, it was. It, in the end, it was like, really? We're just still doing... It didn't seem like... It just didn't really seem like it moved anywhere from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. Wait, especially with Ghost Guy. And knowing that he had been dead for like two and a half seasons, two mm-hmm, at mm-hmm. least two seasons, I was like, what has she been doing this whole yeah, time? Yeah, they're still calling back to him. Yeah. And the only, re- the only thing that like moved in her life was that she got a kid, but that was just because of like a really weird mix-up. Mm-hmm. And maybe that was kooky and silly right away, but I don't think that's how that came about. <laughs> I'm sorry, but kids are never kooky and silly. Like that's a <laughs> that's something you have to like take care of. You have to feed it. You got to house it. You got to deal with them being sick. Like ain't kooky or fun. Yeah. The first episode made me go, this could be a fun show. And that last episode made me go, I think I've seen enough. I think I've seen enough. Yeah. Joe? I'm trying to think of a nice thing to say about it. Uh, (laughs) But remember, Joe, if you don't have anything nice to say, just don't say anything at all. (laughs) 
Um, there's a lot of characters. <laughs> what do you think about that? So you like singing? the ensemble <laughs> cast, is what you're saying? Yeah, it seemed like it was more than just Allie, because there was Portia de Rossi, there was Jane Krakowski, there was Bobby Carnavale. Sure, he's the dude. Who who's that dude? Who's who? the guy that played um? What's the not fish and fish and cage cage and fish cage? Who's Who the guy cage? played cage? I don't know. He I was in a lot of stuff. He was in the movie Bean. I don't think Mr. he's Bean. in. Was he Mr. Bean in that movie? <laughs> no, he was. Was he Mr. Bean? Is that what you said? I don't know because that's a different person. Yeah, it's Peter <laughs> McNoli. Was Mac- he Mr. Mc- Bean? I don't know how to pronounce names, guys. McNichols or something. I can't get over the I, fact see, that let's scroll to something else. I don't know. <laughs> Try again. Yeah, that dude, Peter McNichol. P- I, I was close. Peter McNichol. Allie McNichol. And yeah, he was in Bean. Well, in yeah, Bean. they and they did a weird thing with him because he like liked Allie, and it seemed like they he was trying to like date her when she wasn't a partner mm-hmm. because I the clip was like, so it's not that I like you're my boss, you're, you're my boss, and I'm like not gonna date my boss, mm-hmm. which is like yeah, it's probably a solid idea, <laughs> and then date anyone else, and and when we start this, she's a partner in the law firm mm-hmm. with like so she's a coworker like his peer, yeah, you know. So that whatever those feelings were from the past, and then he's like all bent up on it too. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I don't know. We don't know how long it had been. Maybe like he said that to her, and then a month later she became partner. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why she became partner because <clears throat> she wouldn't date her boss, so he made her partner. I wish my field had a thing where I could become partner. I could just become just like the dude. You just want your name on buildings. Yeah, that's exactly what I want. Trump I guess I could, like tower. Yeah, I guess I could <laughs> just start a company with my name on yeah. it. <laughs> Joe. 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 Joe Company. Joe Joe and Joe Incorporated. <laughs> oh man, there's three guys that run this? Yeah, me, me, and me. <laughs> me, me, and the crazy version of me. What does he do? It, well, he doesn't write anything down. It's a dancing baby and pizzas. like a ghost. <laughs> it's a pizza company. <laughs> it's a pizza. We sell pizzas out of this Honda Civic. I don't like this. <laughs> uh, I'm, I, I actually feel like I wouldn't go buy a pizza from you. <laughs> yeah, I know. $5 that, hot yeah, ready. my friend Joe. Yeah, what does he do now? Oh, yeah, quit the podcast. Why? Because he sells pizzas out of his Honda Civic. <laughs> what, oh, what's this pizza place called? Joe, Joe, and Joe. <laughs> Incorporated. Incorporated. What does that have to do with pizza? Yeah. It's just his name three times. Yep. <laughs> and it's a two door, so you gotta you gotta take the pizzas out the out the trunk. You could even at least do a hatchback. <laughs> He's not gonna get a new car. He's gonna just yeah. use the one he has. Oh yeah, I suppose. Yeah. He's not gonna spend that capital. <laughs> He's gonna work on like just labeling things with his, you know, sweet, sweet name. <laughs> I like this as a guy in Pie World though. Like the guy who sells pizzas out of, his, out of his car. Yeah, there's a guy. He's like the Kramer of the show, <laughs> and his name is Joe. And he, <laughs> he's like, "Hey guys, what's up?" And I'm like, "Oh, hey Joe, what's up?" And he's like, "Ah, pizzas are going great today." <laughs> JoJo Incorporated. Oh, Got it. Pie world. Do you know the names of the people that own the pie shop? The name Dusk Dude, and you, Dawn. You haven't talked about it in a while. <laughs> we talked about it like three episodes ago. No. I don't remember that. When we watched had... Dusk and From Dusk Till Dawn. Well, you guys were on my... Whatever. I know. It, you fixed it. Christmas yeah, Miracle. We had some... For everybody listening now, ho- hopefully they're still on there, but we had some Google Play and Stitcher issues. Well, I want to know who else listened to the whole episode that was just your microphone when it was on. <laughs> it, was only, it was only on for a couple hours. Besides Luke, who listened to the whole thing. He's just a with tr- me? He, oh, he's a true fan. He's like, well, I can't not listen. He listened to the whole Just Josh episode. Man, what a... What a hey, Luke. You're welcome. I'll, I'll be honest, Luke. If you want to just let me know, I'll send you a version of only me personally every week. Don't do that to him. We'll start a Patreon, and that's the one dollar goal. You get the only Josh cast. 
Are you gonna you pick which one of us you only want to hear? Yeah, you can build your own mix. Build your own first and last mix. <laughs> it would just be like the show Alley, but just uh, for the pod. Yeah, you know? well, same length of time though when we cut down. <laughs> oh, you're not gonna put that. You're not gonna put that effort into shortening it. No, it'd just be silence in between. <laughs> I'd make sure to mute it while I'm not talking, so you don't even you can't even maybe. My microphone doesn't even pick up potentially what you guys are saying. <laughs> That's less fun. It was more fun like hearing bits and pieces of the background. Fair enough. I didn't listen to it. <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, I just exported it wrong and uploaded it incorrectly. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, let's get to predictions for Ally oh, McBeal. Yeah. Um, you just want to get to these because you got oh, so many points. I crushed it. Um, but you go first because you went first. Okay. So I said that Renee and Allie go out dancing because she's single. And it took so long for Allie McBeal to start dancing in this episode. But Joe says that she did. So I get a point. She danced and she was single. Yes. And then I said, um, Elena's a lawyer. And we don't know. So that's hmm. nothing. And then I kept listening for one of these fishisms. And I didn't hear any. I mean, that he brought up like he likes to talk about money, but there wasn't like a good zinger from fish. Yeah. So I don't he was too busy marrying Christina Ricci. That was so weird. But yeah, so I get one point. Cool. Um, I said that Allie becomes president, which, inconclusive. Um, there was no courtroom, which came true. Um, there's a large Godzilla monster. Um, there were visions, but not a monster. Um, and that someone calls her Allison. There wasn't that either. Mm-mm. So I just got a one point for the no courtroom. Well, guys, you did okay, but I beat all of you combined. <laughs> you did really, really well. My predictions were Georgia and Allie are good friends. Oh, she, I, I didn't even think she's going to be in this episode. She swooped in with like 10 minutes left. With like, like a full on like cardigan over a like sweater sh- vest shirt, oh, yeah. like tied in a knot, very 90s. She was magnificent. <laughs> um, Maybe she was a ghost too. Maybe, yeah. Well, she was great friends with that ghost. <laughs> and I feel like everyone else could see that ghost. <laughs> um, so that's a point. Um, big case finishes. The case of the lesbian embe- lesbian embezzler. That did not happen. Nope. No. There was no court. Room. She's innocent. She, the, the lesbian <laughs> didn't do it. Um, my third one is she runs her own law firm slash or is a partner. And what I meant by that was her name was on the sign. Yeah. We saw the sign. Cage, Fish, and McBeal. And fourth, Allie has a baby. She has a kid. Yeah, that counts. Apparently, from some sort of egg mix-up. That is so... I would have stopped watching the show then, but, you know. I was trying to remember, since we've started this podcast, I've been like, dang, Hayden Penitary has been in a lot of crap. Yeah, right? She's been in a lot of things. (laughs) Like... You guys should just do only well, like, shows. And she's she just in. and she just shows up in shows. Like we watched Nashville and we knew she was in it. Yeah. But then she was she's just in Malcolm in the Middle. In the like, first or the friend. last? I don't know. I watched all of Malcolm in the Middle after that. <laughs> so I knew that now. But she's in Malcolm in the Middle. She just shows up in this show. Like, you know. I thought was like, oh, that, that's that girl from Heroes. That's all I knew. And I'm like, dang, mm-hmm. she's in everything. She yeah. did great. She's doing Hayden. great. She fell on the stairs in this one. So. <laughs> yes, she did. <laughs> I thought, she, I thought she was going to like fall on her neck and like die like when she like passed out during the episode. I was like, oh shit, Hayden's going to die. Her Allie's baby going to die. Oh, I got three points. That's what I said. <laughs> you got all the points. I got, well, I got three out of the four. But you're like in the lead though. Oh, for... I'm well in the lead of this season. Well, the one that you said that you put didn't put down was that, what's his name? Billy was gone. I, w- I wrote, I was going to write Billy is gone or dead. And that was the other one that I wrote, but I didn't, I wanted to incorporate because I didn't want the low hanging fruit. Yeah. But I wish I would have just went with, cause I had a strong feeling you, that he, he was, was going to be dead. And I thought that would have been fine, you know, cause we would have would say... had to prove he would have been dead and he came back as a ghost. Yeah. Cause I would say that he was dead, but not gone. Cause he showed up in the last Yeah. Episode. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, that's fair. Well, so I mean, Billy is dead or gone. Right. You don't get a point. <laughs> no, I'm not saying I, I didn't submit that as a prediction. Mm-hmm. But you only you didn't submit it because we we all thought it was like super obvious that yeah, he was yeah. either dead or gone. Yeah. That anyway. was such a. Mm. I still can't believe she's like all about this guy. You can be all about somebody, but not for five whole seasons. Come on. Yeah, five seasons too long. You 
so you're saying that you can't have a love interest stay <laughs> with another person for five seasons? You can. Dr. Quinn did it and it was fine. Tim Taylor did it and it was fine. <laughs> but like not one that's never with you the entire show. Okay. That... Or or is dead for half of the show. Yeah. He was dead he died. for half of the show. That's true. It's over. Marry somebody else. Move on. It's a TV show. I don't want you to see you. I don't want to. I don't want to watch an episode where like Ellie visits Billy's grave. Like, you know, <laughs> oh, great. It's one of those. It's, That's in season three. Yeah. It's like the cold open on every single Alan McField. <laughs> it starts with her at the gravesite. Her putting flowers. I feel like maybe I would want to watch season one and season two of this and then never watch anymore. But maybe not. I don't know. I thought it was. Maybe gonna... you probably get hooked. Uh, if see, you get all the way through season two, you got to watch halfway through season three and watch Billy die in court. I want to watch the episode where he just <laughs> dies in court. I feel like if you commit to a show, you got to like finish, even if it gets terrible. I'm not good at quitting a show. Mm-hmm. Like, so you're going to watch all 112 of these? So that's why I'm not going to watch it. You only need to watch 110. Yeah. You already watched two. No, but here's the thing. I already know it ends stupidly, and I know <laughs> I won't want to watch any of this like getting a kid crap or like any of these other like... These are the only episodes I want to watch. The episode where Billy dies and the episode where they explain the egg mishap. I want to watch those two episodes. Nope. That's when I'm done. Or may and then maybe the other one where like Georgia and Allie become friends. Oh man. Where like they like shake hands and we're like, we like each other. I hope they refer to it as the egg mi- mishap. Like <laughs> Such an understatement. It sounds like an episode of this of Seinfeld. It's called the egg mishap. It's just. It sounds like you just overcook some eggs and like ruin breakfast. But <laughs> and then you, you got had a kid. And then you got a Hayden. <laughs> Whoo! Well, all right. Should we wrap this up? Yeah. Cool. Well, hey everybody. Thank you for listening to another week's case closed. Or is that more of a cop thing? <laughs> Did your mic go out? Yeah. Hey, thanks for <laughs> listening to another week's episode of First and Last. We appreciate you. Claire, hey, thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me. We'll try to get Jimmy out of here some other time, before, especially before the season ends. We'll get you more points. I oh, yeah. Mean, we're going to reveal where he was. Oh, we never found out, know? did we? Um, he never me. texted back, but I did watch a Snapchat. And it turns out Jimmy's saving the whales in the Atlantic Ocean. Oh, man. What a good guy. Yeah. He's saving them one by one. What a good guy. Here I am watching <laughs> Allie McBeal. Hey, well, you know, some of us do God's work and some of us save whales. Um, so we'll see you guys next week for another episode where we're going to watch uh, Free Willy. I love that movie. Because Jimmy will be back. He loves whales. <laughs> He'll tell us all about his whale adventures. Are there TV shows about whales? Like kids um, and whales? Are there shows? Ask Luke. <laughs> Luke loves whales. To call up Luke. <laughs> anyway. I'm definitely not going to do that. Hey, thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. Goodbye.